Welcome back to the podcast, friend. I'm your host, Stephanie. So happy to have you with me today. I have a fabulous guest, and she's an author. I love chatting with authors. Marielle M. Melling. She wrote the book, Peace Amidst the Mayhem. You can be calm, confident, and compassionate in any circumstance. And we are talking today about how to find peace in the mayhem of motherhood amidst that mayhem that we all experience. And Marielle is sharing eight tips for living more intentionally in your mom life. Sound good? Let's dive in. And first, let's do the verse of the week because that's a new thing I'm doing. This is Isaiah chapter 9, verse 5. For a child is born to us, a son is given us. Upon his shoulder dominion rests. They name him Wonder Counselor, God Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. So I read this first because we're talking about peace today. And peace is a person. Peace is found in Jesus Christ. So let's dive into my fabulous interview with author Marielle Melling and all the links are in the show notes to connect with her. Remember that book? It's called Peace Amidst the Mayhem. You can get it wherever books are sold. You can also go check out her blog at loveinlifewithlittles.com. Don't you love that? Lovin, L-O-V-I-N, lifewithlittles.com. You're going to love what she has to share. She is a wealth of knowledge. Now let's get to the interview. Enjoy, friends. Hi, Marielle. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to have you here today. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. I love that I hear birds chirping in the background. That's awesome. (laughs) This is Marielle Melling, and she wrote a book, you guys, and you're going to want to check it out. Because this is for moms, and this is for all of us right now, because we're all trying to find peace after the last year we just had. So your book's called Peace Amidst the Mayhem. You can be calm, confident, and compassionate in any circumstance. Love it. Love it. I read the whole book. I have a lot of underlying parts. We're going to try to keep this short and sweet, you guys. We're both big talkers. This is one of our quick tips episodes, and we're going to talk about intentionality. But let's start before we dive into how we can replace busyness with intentionality. Let's talk about who your book is for and just a quick brief introduction about who you are. And then we'll leave the links in the show notes if people want to get to know you even more. Yeah, absolutely. So this, the, the birth of this book happened during uh, one of the craziest times of my life. We at the time were, things were really busy. We had, I was juggling four part-time jobs. We had some life challenges we were facing. Most importantly, we had four and then five young kids. And in the middle of all of that, I realized I actually somehow have a lot of peace. And that is not what I should have been feeling from the outside looking in. And I mm-hmm. realized I needed to share this. This wasn't for me. And so that that was the birth of the book. And I just started looking into what in my life and what in others' lives and where this piece comes from and how we can invite more of that. Because we all need it, like you said. Yes. And you're married with five kids, right? Yes. And do you homeschool your kids? I don't know if I know that or not. Um, we do not currently. We have one doing the um, online learning. Um, mm-hmm. so I homeschooled. In the past, we actually lived overseas and the schooling was in a different language. So I homeschooled one year for that. But 
our kids are, love the public school actually. So they go when they can. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yeah. And you know, this idea of peace, you know, I always think about Isaiah and, you know, God, Jesus, God's the Prince of peace, right? So he's the peace giver. I always say peace is a person. Um, and so finding that peace amidst this busy life that you obviously have with, you know, five kids, even, you know, one kid is busy, but oh, yeah. then add a few more, <laughs> it just yeah. gets busier and busier. So can you share with us, you have these eight tips in your book about how we can live with more intentionality and we can replace this busyness with being intentional because in your book, you talk about how time is one of those few things in life that is limited. And so mm -hmm. when we're filling our time with all this busyness that creates more mayhem and that steals our joy and our peace. So can you share with us, you have these eight tips. Can you share what they are and maybe highlight your, the few that are your favorites? Let's sure. say. Sure. Sure. Yes. So this is, this draws from one chapter in the book. The book is all about um, replacing things that that don't allow us to feel peace. And one of those things, as you said, Stephanie, is that busyness. And so this is talking about our time and how our time is really an expression of our priorities. So yeah. the, the first tip is to simply lop it off. And that just means cut out mm -hmm. anything that is not aligned with who you really want to be. And that's really the easiest place to start. Just give yourself permission yes. when you say, okay, yeah, I know I really shouldn't have said yes to this or I don't really love this thing that I'm doing, or, you know, there's been a little inkling in me that this isn't a good use of my time, whatever that thing is, just lop it off. Say goodbye. Yeah. So for thing. me, that was Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And, and actually, bye -bye. <laughs> I a whole, a whole point for me on, on these tips, because that is a big one in our time. Mm -hmm. Number yeah, two huge. is to shift your mindset, to take full responsibility for your time. Very often I have learned we use busyness as a reason for not doing things. But when I say things like I'm too busy, for example, what I really am saying is that's not something I'm choosing to do right now. And when I decided yeah. to really just strike that from my vocab, like I don't say I'm too busy anymore. I say we're not choosing to do that or we're choosing to do other things. That's a really good gut check for me. Number one, it's like, oh, am I really choosing to do other things? <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> number two, it gives me permission and it gives our, my kids permission that as a family, we can stop doing things that aren't serving us anymore. So we realize that that's a full choice. The other vocab that I like to be really careful with that can help us shift our mindset is the idea that we have to do things. So mm -hmm. yeah, the list huge. of things that we have to do in life is actually extremely short. Like there's, there's nothing that we have to do besides eat, sleep, right? Like, and even yes. what we eat and how we sleep and all of those things are so much choice. And so instead, when I say, you know what, I want to create a home that is clean and that has a good feeling for my family. And I want to allow my kids to participate in these activities. And I want to be homeschooling or whatever it is that we are doing. Switching those have to's to want to's is a really huge mindset shift that can help us live with intention. That's huge. I do that too. And I have noticed such a big difference or, you know, I get to clean this because I have children or I get yeah. to, 
you know, clean up after these kids who maybe make a mess. Um, and of course I try to enlist their help, but you know, the two-year-old doesn't always help, but I get mm-hmm. to, you know, teach them these things and help them clean up and clean up after them and wipe a lot of things mm-hmm. <laughs> because I have these sweet kids. I love that mindset shift. That's yeah. huge. And, and it doesn't mean so it's always helpful. easy or it's always fun or it's always our favorite thing to do. But right. it's still a place of choice and that mm-hmm. and, and a place of gratitude is really what you're describing there too, that, that makes mm-hmm. a big difference in how we live. Yeah, that's um, huge. The third thing is just to determine your rocks, determine the foundation of a meaningful life for you. And that is just sitting down and, and being really honest. What is it that makes life meaningful for me? And so oftentimes I find as moms, I work with a lot of moms and they say, you know what, I, I want time to just be with my kids. And that's like, isn't that the joy of being a mom is just being there and being present and not having to think about all these other things that we have to do, or I want time to spend with my spouse, or I want time in scripture and, and prayer and communing with God. So find out what those rocks are in your life, decide what they are. And then number five is schedule those first. So I recommend having a weekly planning meeting. I sit down every Saturday, look at the week ahead and put those things that are rocks into your schedule first. And then fill in your days with the other things that need to happen. Um, so then I, there's this cool um, visual where if you have a jar and you pretend that this jar is your 24 hours a day and you put in, you have these rocks that are the foundation of a meaningful life for you, those things that are most important. And then you have sand, everything else that you have to do throughout the day. If you put the sand in first and then you try to fit the rocks, it doesn't work. But if you put the yeah. rocks in first and then the sand, the sand fills the crevices and, and this jar gets filled and everything makes it in. And I've found that those things like reading scripture and like having quiet time, that a lot of times when we feel we don't have time for it, that's when we need it most. And when we say, okay, I'm, I'm not going to, whatever it might be, I'm not going to pick up my phone until I spend some time in the scriptures, or I am going to you know, scheduled a date night and pretend that it's a doctor's appointment. It's something that I'm not going to shift or change or, or move around, whatever that is, put those rocks in first. I love that visual. That's so helpful. Yeah. Okay. And then number five is being willing to let go of the sand. And that can be hard. Be willing to let go of the things that are a little bit less important, but still things that we want to do. And there's a couple quick things that I have found really helpful for that. Number one is just permission to say that's not for me, because sometimes we feel an expectation from other people or a little bit of pressure from culture or from somebody else that it's something we need to do. But give yourself permission to say we all do things differently. And this for me is not is not for me. Another is to embrace seasons. So, you know, Mm. as parents, especially we go through different seasons and stages with our lives with our jobs, if we have them, whatever it might be, and recognizing that there are things that you might feel called to do, but you can save that for another time, or that this is a season for hustle, or this is a season for just focusing on your family, whatever it is, but inviting the Lord to help you figure out what this season is going to be like, and being okay to not do everything all at once, all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the third thing that really helps us let go of other things is what I call the butt principle. And the way this works is (laughs) my mom always growing up used to say, butt stands for bottom underlying truth. 
So if you look at how you use that word throughout the day and think about it, like I think sometimes I'll hear people say, I love you, but I'm really annoyed right now. Like, really, is that the bottom underlying truth that you're annoyed right now? It's more like, I love you and I'm annoyed right now. Right. right. But we can also use yep. that truth, that bottom underlying truth to help us let go of things that are less important. So yeah, I want to have a clean home or I want to get the dishes done, but the bottom underlying truth for me is that my relationship with my kids is more important. And so I'm going to take a little break right now and spend some time being present or whatever that is. So we can use the butt principle to help us figure out and live by what's really the most important and let go of those less important things. That's excellent. I wrote that down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Number six, and this one's a a big one, so I'll just mention it, but it's is focusing on anything that feels like an addiction in your life because addictions are time suckers. And of course we know alcohol, tobacco, other drugs have that propensity, but phones, food, Facebook, morning coffee, TV series, online games, pornography, pornographic novels, gambling. I mean, there are so many things that can trigger those addictive cycles within us. So recognize what those might be. The first step is awareness. And like I said, this is big and deep and more than we can cover in quick tips, but here's one quick um, exercise that people can use. Really, I call these the ABCs of change. So anytime you want to change anything, you can use this. A is for awareness. So just recognize what it is or ask somebody else if you have somebody that you love and trust and will be honest with you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. B is the benefits. And I think this is where we too often skimp. We do things because they work for us. So We need to say, what benefit am I getting from this behavior? Is it comfortable? Is it rewarding? Is it whatever the benefit is? Be honest with yourself. And then C is consequences. So those are like the negative consequences that are coming because of this thing that you're doing. D is then decide, okay, is it worth it to me to let go? And E is embrace. Research has shown us that when we set goals that are focused on what we want instead of what we want to avoid, that those are a lot more powerful. So what are you going to embrace instead? How are you going to get those benefits in a different way that's healthier or that's a better use of your time? Um, What's a a better, a more loving thing to be doing or whatever that might be that you're going to embrace instead. So that's a quick. um, That's really good. Step there. Okay. We're almost done. How are we on time, Stephanie? Perfect. This is excellent. I'm taking lots of notes and I will include this in a newsletter, you all, because this is excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Keep going. We love this. (laughs) Number seven is to do a tech audit and just Mm -hmm. honestly evaluate our use of technology, right? The people that create these products are in the business of selling our attention and they use the same behavioral processes that cause things to be addictive. The same things that, you know, that casinos use to make um, yes. slot addictive. All those things that are our human natural reaction, they have incorporated into the use of our technology. So be super intentional with how you use it. Unsubscribe and unfollow from anybody that is not bettering your life and making you feel um, that it's more meaningful, right? Mm-hmm. And then set really clear guidelines for yourself. Typically, an easy way to do that is say, I'm only going to use it between this time and this time, or I'm only going to use it in this place and just set those really clear expectations for yourself and then use it for good. Right. I'm, I'm, I do a ton of my business online. So I, people are often surprised to hear me say, get off 
being online <laughs> or mm-hmm. unsubscribe or unfollow. You know, when people unfollow me, I'm like, awesome. That means you have, I've served my purpose and, and you have other things to be doing with your time now. So do that, unsubscribe, unfollow. And then when you do choose to use it, use it for good, right? Uplift others, mm-hmm. learn, um, bring good into your life, all those kinds of things. So be intentional with our tech there. And then the last tip number eight is to invest our time in purposeful productivity. So productivity for the sake of doing more, there's, that's the badge of busyness, right? That's not something Mm -hmm. that we need to aim for, but there are a lot of things in life that we can do more productively in order to create more time for what matters most to us. So that might be something within your business that you could streamline or managing your home or taking care of clutter or things like that. So anytime you can invest 20 minutes or 30 minutes to learn a new routine or set up a new system that's going to save you time over the long run, that's a great investment of your time. And that's a great way to learn from others, to figure out what other people are doing, um, kind of pick up those hacks as it might be called, right? Mm-hmm. But to yeah, that's good. To use productivity purposefully in your life. So mm-hmm. those are my eight, eight tips for so good. time being more intentional. Yeah. And that's just one, one part of a chapter. You all, her book is like a manual for life, basically. (laughs) No, really. There's so much in your book that I feel like people just need to get your book and I have all the links in the show notes, but if you want to let people know, like, where's the best place they could go to get your book right now, peace amidst the mayhem. Yeah. Peace amidst the mayhem. And you can Google it or, um, it's on Amazon or on, like Barnes and Noble, anywhere you get books online. You can also find me at my website, which is lovinlifewithlittles.com, L-O-V-I-N, lifewithlittles.com, and, or on Instagram with the same handle. So you can find what I'm doing um, at those places. Perfect. And then let's leave the moms with just your best, maybe two sentence advice for any mom out there who's struggling to find peace in the mayhem, because that's all of us moms. We're all struggling mm-hmm. and we're all, we all have our days that go amazing and our days that are really hard and some that are in between and have some of both. It's just life. You guys, no one's got it figured out perfectly, but yeah. if you were going to give someone advice, some lovely mom out there who's listening, what would you say to that mom? Yes. So I would say, well, I guess I am grateful for the lawyer who asked a question that I think is really important. And I think hopefully I would have asked it with a different tone and a different intention, but what is the greatest commandment in the law, right? There is so much that we are asked to do. There is so much required of us. There's so much pulling on our time and pulling on our heartstrings and pulling on our mental energy, but Christ knew. And he said, love God, love your neighbor as yourself. And love as I have loved you. So that's my, that is my advice. That's where peace really comes from. It's embracing the love that God has for us, infusing that love, trying to infuse that love into all we're doing throughout the day and just being willing to be okay with not doing everything else. That's perfect. Thank you. Let's end on that note. That was excellent. Wow. Thank you so much for being here, Marielle. Again, the links are in the show notes, everybody, to connect with Marielle after this and get her book, Peace Amidst the Mayhem. And I am pretty sure we're going to have to have you back because there's so much more in your book we can talk about. So thank you for being here. It was a pleasure having you. Thanks for listening to Mom's Podcast.
Thanks for tuning in today, friend. I'm so grateful for you. Let's connect on my email list. Go to bit.ly forward slash monthly happy mail and we can be email besties. What do you think? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Have a joy-filled day. Bye for now. Bye for now.